Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Seven up, seven up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him. He's a little twerp. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Fabulous. Going with the weird fabulous. Now, here is your host. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a new Real Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garibaldi. And I'm your co-host, Joe Drake. And before we get started, we want to make sure you know that you can listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This week, we catch up with Erica Jane and the newest Beverly Hills Housewives, Garcelle Bouvet and Sutton Stack, who reveal what it's really like joining the hit series. But first, let's catch up on all the Housewives news. Joe, what is going on? Oh, my God. There is so much this week because the Beverly Hills ladies are back and they are better than ever. They really are. I'm so excited. I was a little like, uh, this This is like not so much drama right off the bat. But then like the last 30 seconds of that show. Oh, oh my God. I cannot wait. It's all <laughs> anyone can talk about. I totally agree. I was sort of surprised that they kicked Beverly Hills off in New York City at Fashion Week. Right. Uh, yeah. I do remember them being in town for Fashion Week, but I was just surprised that they weren't sort of kicking off the you know, season 10, episode one in their hometown. But I think they Mm -hmm. were setting us up for that last 30 seconds because as Kyle Richards says in the premiere, that was when they were getting along back in September of 2019 where everyone was happy. Garcelle was a new addition to the group. Sutton was a new addition to the group. And it seemed like everyone was getting along swimmingly until shit hit the fan. Seriously. So let's talk about, I mean, this whole season, I talked to a lot of the girls. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Um, Erica and Garcelle talking about this whole Denise drama. So a lot of the season is going to center around Denise and Brandy Glanville. So give a kind of a little bit of a backstory about what's going on between the two of them. Let's recap because that is clearly going to be a huge Huge oh storyline this season. I mean, yes. that last minute was any anybody was talking about this week, right? Oh, my God. It's crazy. I was like, oh, you know, this episode is so tame compared to like everything else. And then the last minute, boom, it is going to be so intense. And we have Erica and we have Garcelle talking all about the Denise drama. But before we get to all of that, Joe, kind of catch us up of what 
has been going on? Because this has been going on for a few months now. It has. So if you remember back in the beginning of January of this year, news broke that Denise Richards and Brandy Glanville had an affair. And Christina, I don't know if you remember, but it actually happened to be right around the same time that the news broke that Harry and Meghan were stepping back as senior members of the royal family. That's so I right. think everyone, obviously, including us, were focused on that. And as much of a story as Denise and Brandy were, I don't think we could wrap our heads around that even being real. <laughs> That's so true, because I uh, I remember I was like, oh, I kind of forgot about this happening. Like when I was like doing all the research for right. like, Beverly Hills and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. This whole Denise Brandy drama. And it's really all going to come to a head. And a little teaser. This is only like the tip of the iceberg. They said like this is like you know, a small, small aspect of what's going to go down with Denise this season. So I cannot even wait to see what happens. So, I can't believe it. Yeah. So Brandy actually went off on Twitter right after the premiere of the episode, right? Yeah. So she obviously tweeted because we haven't seen her yet. So as fans know, we saw in the trailer that Brandy Glanville and some of the other OG Housewives will be coming back, like yes. Adrienne Maloof, Kim Richards. We're going to be seeing cameos from all the ladies that we love. And Brandy couldn't help but tweet some things because allegedly the nutshell is, is that the two had an affair early to mid 2019. So like a mm -hmm. good year and a couple months ago. And Denise had said that she was in an open marriage and told Brandy that. But then Brandy said, and we saw this in the trailer, that that's not all there is to Denise. And she isn't admitting who she really is, which is insane. It's so insane. I'm like so ready for this. But like, but Brandy really can't say too much about what happened because Denise sent her a cease and desist. Right. So she got the law. He got she got lawyers involved. Like she was taking she, this super seriously. So Brandy really can't tell all. No. Because now that lawyers are involved. Yeah. Someone tweeted her asking how Denise was in bed, which is like mm -hmm. <laughs> what an odd fan question <laughs> right. right out the gate. But Brandy even replied saying, I have been sent a legal STFU, which yep. we all know mm -hmm. what that means. OK. Yeah. And she also it was interesting, too, that Brandy commented. I don't if you remember, Christina, Denise was kind of rude to that waiter about the tequila. <laughs> yes, she was. Which I was actually kind of uh, off put about. I was like, that's gross because I don't like if you treat waitstaff badly, it really tells you what kind of person you are, I think. So I was yeah, really oh, upset totally. to see Denise act like that. And Brandy was even like, I'm sorry, but there is a way to say to your waiter that you think your drink might be wrong without being a complete bitch. She mm -hmm. tweeted that, too. So clearly she's got some animosity towards Denise, affair or not, you know? Right. I, oh, I can't wait to see how this all plays out. Uh, I'm like on the edge of my seat. I cannot I wait. I know. But of course, Denise's rep denied that there was an affair, of course, of course. because what are deny, they going to say? Deny. Right. Yeah. She's not going to be like, they had a great time together. <laughs> No, but I, my theory is, and I don't know what yours is, Christina, but Denise and her husband were so open about their sex life and their right. marriage last season. I wouldn't really be surprised if they were in an open marriage. I mean, if they're swingers, if they bring people in for a little menage a trois, I don't think anyone would be surprised. And if that person happened to be Brandy Glanville, so be it, I guess. So be yeah. it. And I really feel like, and we'll talk about, you know, the girls kind of talked about this a little bit is that if Denise just kind of owned up to it, said that it happened, I think everybody would have just moved on. But, you yes. know, she got up, she stopped filming, 
and kind of like snowball this whole thing herself. It seems like, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to totally. wait and see. But right. um, yeah, it just seems like maybe she could have kind of put an end to this drama before it even started. But of course. who knows? We'll see. It's going to be um, so good. It's going to be so good. But Brandy wasn't the only one to kind of go off on Twitter. Kyle Richards went off on Dorit about this whole, her whole fashion line. And Dorit was like, I saved her show, which I don't think she really did. No, no, it was so funny too, because Kyle was trusting Dorit so much in the beginning of that premiere episode to bring her to, you know, her offices before the fashion show for New York Fashion Week and be like, please help me, you have the expertise. And behind Kyle's back, Dorit says in the confessionals that, uh, Kyle wasn't ready and they mm-hmm. weren't prepared. And I was like, wow, way to sell her down the river. Right. I know. I was a little surprised by that because, well, Dorit did tell us that she and Kyle kind of go out at this season a little bit, that they have, you know, you know, mixed opinions about things, but, you know, they kind of get through it and they're still friends. So, but who knows, you know, friendships always change during the season after the, after the confessionals. Big time. <laughs> I always so say we'll that too, that. if my friends and I went on a reality show and I had to hear what they said behind my back, like six months <laughs> later, it would just like demolish all friendships. It really would. It you really know? would. So we'll see who comes out unscathed this season. Totally. But Dorit, Dorit also uh, gave us a glimpse inside her home. You know, you know, her $6.5 million home, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal on Watch What Happens Live as Andy Cohen is doing such a great job from home. It's been so fun seeing everybody, you know, phone in for that. And Dorit gave us a little virtual video tour of her new Encino home. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely oh, it's gorgeous. Stunning. I mean, it's absolutely stunning. It's a little difficult seeing these homes while we're all quarantined because I'm like, oh, that would be lovely to be stuck in for two months. You know, one hundred percent. I was just gonna say that. I mean, like you, <laughs> you take a look at her pool. I'm like, it's it's like she's uh, at a resort, quarantining at a resort. So it must be nice that no, like completely. she has a, a basketball court, like her dream kitchen. Like, yeah, I would like to be stuck in that house for however many months this is going to last. Absolutely. I mean, I do not feel bad for her at all. And I also thought it's interesting that Dory was giving us a tour of her, you know, palatial home when it's very much in the news that they're going through some potentially financial hardships and they've got lawsuits going on. I'm like, is this the time to show off like the things that you bought? (laughs) Right. Especially, you know, she said that like all of her, um, her legal trouble or trouble is behind her, but it's like, like you said, like maybe like take a little, Take a little time out. Um, It's interesting that everybody's moving out of Beverly Hills, though, and into Encino, which, you know, isn't very close to Beverly Hills. So it should be Real Housewives of Encino. No, it should be. Right? Yes. Um, I wonder if they changed the name. (laughs) Seriously. Everybody's moving out of Beverly Hills, I guess. Um, I What I love this week is that, uh, you know, somebody asked Andy Cohen, who was the housewife that he misses the most. And I, these were some interesting um, answers, I thought. They were. I mean, Andy gets these questions a lot, obviously, yeah. about, like, his career at Bravo and, like, these sort of, like, who would you bring back type things. But he really cemented down three names of who he misses the most. And, of mm-hmm. course, he went for his OGs. He said Lori Peterson from the Housewives of Orange County. Cherie Whitfield from Atlanta and Caroline Manzo from New Jersey, which I agree, Christina. I was surprised, not surprised that they were OGs, but I was like, oh, okay, these are 
not the most obvious. No, I, I felt like, I feel like he always has a really soft spot for Caroline Manzo. Always. Like he, he would bring her back in a heartbeat if yeah, she wanted to come back. I would too. Oh my God. I'm, yes. su- I'm almost surprised that she hasn't. I am too. I remember talking to her recently and she said she mm-hmm. wouldn't come back, but I don't believe that. I think any I of these ladies it. would come back if the numbers were right. The oh, check was 100%. big enough. And now that uh, wedding season is, you know, probably not going to happen for New Jersey. She may need that, that paycheck since the brownstone isn't getting uh, the, 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 uh, work that it used to. Totally. When I (laughs) I talked to her, she made it seem like it was because of her issues with Teresa, but then lo and behold, a couple months later, she was in a Super Bowl commercial with her. I'm like, if you can show up to film a Super Bowl commercial and get that check, Mm -hmm. I'm going to need you to do New Jersey Housewives again, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, bring it on back. All right, let's move on to Paul Nassif. Even though he's not a housewife, he was formally married to a housewife. And he is expecting his first child with his new wife, Brittany. He's 57, she's 29. You know, it seems like, you know, he's going to be a dad once again. I guess so. You know, this age gap in marriages and relationships isn't that abnormal, especially no. in the likes of the Beverly Hills crowd. No offense. It mm-hmm. just is what it is. But, you know, <laughs> this this could be the first uh, girl for him because he was married, as you said, to Adrian Malouf, And they have three boys together, Gavin, Colin and Christian. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. And like I said, Adrian is going to be making an appearance in this season of Beverly Hills. I'm not sure how she's going to creep back in, but I won't mind seeing her face again to see how she sort of reacts to the new crowd. Me too. I'm very interested. I always like Adrian. She's, yeah. she's always a lot of fun. And I like right, Paul so- Massif. I do too. He was actually in our studio back yeah. in November and right. he said that he, that they were going to plan for another baby, that they were going to plan to have a baby. He really wanted a baby girl and you know, I guess dreams come true. So we'll see. We don't know what the gender yet, but we know, don't know the gender yet. Hopefully we wish them well. And um, just a little side plug. He has an amazing, mm-hmm. uh, no one's paying me to say this, but he has an amazing skincare line and everyone should check it out. He the does. products he came are in, actually what, really like, good. They are. He came in, what was that, last year with his uh, skincare line for us? Yeah, and he was promoting was Botched, and it's genius mm-hmm. that he has this sort of skincare stuff. And these creams and night masks, it's, uh, everyone yeah. should check it out. So they anyway. should. <laughs> All right, let's move on. So Kyle also um, had some tweets about Sutton Stack, who we first saw on uh, this week's episode. She's a brand new housewife, not a full-time housewife. Though, not a full-time right? housewife, which is interesting yeah. because I think when the news broke that Garcelle and Sutton were joining the cast, I think everyone assumed they both were joining as housewives. But mm-hmm. obviously Garcelle is the housewife. Sutton is the friend of. Yes. Um, but Kyle did say you know, she was doing a lot of post-show chats on social media and interviews and stuff and said that she definitely thinks that Sutton should be a housewife because a lot of fans were tweeting about her and talking on Instagram about how, you know, Sutton was a force to be reckoned with in that first episode. She really was. She really was. Um, So we actually spoke to Sutton about being a full-time housewife and what her tagline would have been. Take a listen. I was hoping to see your tagline this season, but if you were to have a tagline, what would it be? Everybody's asking me that. I'm like, I don't know. I always really liked that, like something like, I, I might be Southern, but don't ring my bell. I but, love that. You know, who knows? I, you know, I, who knows what they would have come up with? Right. It's fun to see everybody else's. Uh, yeah, totally. And like you said, you know, you did film full time. Are you hoping next season that you are a 
like, I mean, you are a full-time cast member, but a full-time cast member next season. Of, of course, like, yes, yes. I, the diamond is very heavy to hold, but I would love to like be a, a diamond carrying member for sure. Yeah, so who was the most welcoming out of all the girls? I know that you were, were friends with Lisa before this. Yes. Um, out of all the other girls, who was the most welcoming? I, well, definitely Kyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's a sweetheart and she's she's very welcoming and she um, wants everybody to feel included and wants everybody to be comfortable. She reminds me a lot of myself in that way. She's very, she's very forthcoming and, and sweet. What did you really think of her fashion show? I really did like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. And, but, and I go, I actually bought, I did a big buy from her collection from my store, Sutton. Um, and so we keep kind of refilling because it's a big seller for us. So I, it, and I don't put anything in my store that I don't love myself. So I can only be honest. I am like brutally honest sometimes. I, which I do appreciate. I do appreciate your honesty because, you know, when you first met the girls, like you, you know, you were coming in, you were doing, it was at Kyle's dinner for her right. fashion show. You yeah. know, what was your first impression of Erica? Because, you know, her booty was hanging out. And, oh. and, and what was your first impression? I've got to tell you, my first impression, really, she was the first one to say, come sit by me. Mm -hmm. So that, I, I just thought, you know, she's, she has this sort of, um, I guess, reputation for being aloof, but she's not at all. She was really welcoming as well. Yeah. Um, was it intimidating at all being a part of this group? Of course it's intimidating. But, you know, I think it's intimidating to go into any woman's group, not even if it's for filming purposes or whatever. It's always intimidating to not know girls and kind of come in and try to make friends with everybody. I think everybody can relate to that. And... So yeah, yeah, intimidating, but not 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 too intimidating. Yeah, was was there anybody that you didn't hit it off with right away? Right away. I mean, I think I hit it off with everybody at, at first. Like, I think it was a warm group of ladies. It yeah. really was. I, I mean, some people I'm a little bit shy at first, and so I think that others are shy too. They can. Everybody has their shy moments. So that was the first weekend when we met. I just think we were all just sort of um, like sniffing each other's fannies just to see like, what what was going on. We do see in the trailer that you do call Teddy boring. So do you two go at it this season? I think um, there's so much more to that scene than meets the eye. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. I spoke with Dorit and she said it took a little while for the two of you to warm up to each other. But once you did, it was a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think... Uh, when you get kind of fashionistas together, there's a bit of um, preening involved. And so once we kind of got over that part, um, I, she's, she's a really sweet girl and a great mother. And it's been fun to get to know her and her family a lot more. Yeah. Was it a fashion face-off between the two of you? No. We have such different fashion atmospheres in our lives like we are very different so but I think we uh, well I don't know maybe she didn't enjoy my fashion taste but I did I enjoyed seeing what she would wear and, and all of that that was kind of fun who has the best fashion sense besides yourself who right. has the best fashion sense and the worst fashion sense of all? oh gosh I you know I think everybody looked really good it, it was very impressive I was like wow these girls really they show up mm -hmm. uh, you know I when Erica gets like on it's jaw-droppingly 
Like I couldn't stop looking at her. It's perfection head to toe. Yeah. It, really, it truly is. It's amazing. She's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, you weren't the only newcomer. Uh, we had Garcelle as well. So what was, did you two form a bond? Cause you were kind of like the new kids on the block. Garcelle and I took a while to get to know each other. I think cause we were both just sort of um, feeling the other ladies out. But so we started off slow, but then by the end, I mean, she is my girl. I'm telling you. We love, I, 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 I look at her and start cracking up. I really do. She's, she's very funny and we have kind of the same cutting wit. So mm-hmm. she, um, she's great. Yeah. I, you know, a, a big thing this season is that Lisa isn't on the show anymore. Lisa Vanderpump. Were, had you known her at all? Did you cross circles with her at all? Or do you, yeah, the girls fill you in on the drama? No, we didn't talk about her at all. And it was kind of funny. I've never met her. Yeah. It's it's kind of, it's ironic because my store is like a block away from her restaurant. Oh. Yeah. So, I, you know, I feel like, gosh, we have a West Hollywood bond, but I've never met her. And sorry, my cat's on the table. That's okay. And, um, and, and with, here, okay. <laughs> it's amazing. She's a star. Um, but no, I, you know, I've never met her. I don't have any ill feelings, nothing. We didn't really discuss her. So honest opinion, what was your first impression of Sutton? Okay, I'm going to be honest. And because I didn't talk to Sutton, so I feel like I can be really honest about this (laughs) right now before I become a little bit friendly with her maybe one day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought she was so rude Mm -hmm. on that first episode. I thought she came in and the first thing we heard about her was Lisa Renner talking about how rich she is, which yes. again, like in the middle of a global pandemic, when people are losing their jobs and there's so much hardship going on, I don't really care to hear about the amount of wealth this person has that I don't know. Okay. That's mm-hmm. number one. And mm-hmm. then they go to Dolce and Gabbana and she just seems a little hoity toity. And then they go to dinner with all the the ladies and she shows up and in her confessional, she's like making fun of everyone's outfit. And then when she said Teddy Mellencamp was wearing, Oh, she just wearing a black jumper. I was like, and right. And it's like, you're just wearing a black dress dress with a pretty bow. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, there are ways to enter the real housewives of Beverly Hills or just a group of friends in general without being so like abrasive. But Mm -hmm. I think that's what fans sort of were enjoying that. She was like, she didn't give a shit. I don't know. Yes. So I had the same exact reaction as you did. Okay, but then good. I, but, th- but then I spoke to her and she okay. was lovely. She couldn't have I, been nicer. And and it seemed like she was very nervous about what people were going to think about her. Okay, and interesting. Yes. And she she had nothing but nice things to say about everybody. I even was like, you know, you know, what really was your first impression of Erica Jane? Cause you know, like her, her booty was hanging out of her fishnets. Right. And she was like, you know, Erica, you know, she can dress when she goes all out. She's beautiful. She's glam. So I don't know. It seems like maybe she was kind of putting on for the cameras a little bit during all of that, because maybe she was nervous and felt like she had to overcompensate. I don't know. But when I spoke to her, I actually really liked her. You never really know what you're going to get when you talk to them versus what you see on the mm-hmm. show. Right. Yeah. But she said that everybody was really welcoming to her. I asked her about, you know, her calling Teddy boring. She said that there's a lot more to that. So I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll have to, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to see how it goes. I'm you know, happy to hear that she's nice. I'm I'm sure she is. It just, there was a lot in that first episode where I was like sort of put off by her 
demeanor, yes. let's say. I agree. I totally agree. I also didn't like when she didn't come in and she just shook everybody's hand because like I'm a hugger as well. And like when you meet people like that, you know, you, you hug. And I thought yeah. like, oh, that was weird that she just came in to shake everybody's hand. Right. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see, Sutton. I'm watching you. Yes, I'm watching you. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our clip of the week. Joe, I think we both agreed on this one. What oh, yes. is your clip? What is the clip of the week? Yeah, you texted me last night and said, have you watched Housewives of New York yet? <laughs> and I said, I have. And of course, no one, we all love drunk Sonia. So <laughs> yes. let's take a listen to some of her highlights from last night's episode. Why did you say that about me? Take it back. I knew I was not an accessory to my husband. We were partners. Okay, that's Sonia. She has a few drinks she's out of control. I was never a trophy wife. Take that back. I'm not on candy. I don't shave my pussy. Uh, Drug Sonia, my favorite. We're going to talk more about Drug Sonia a little bit because she's just fantastic. She's just fantastic. She was drunk from the big. Well, she started (laughs) drinking at the beginning of the episode and was drinking throughout the whole thing. I mean, it was unbelievable. She can really hold her own. She really can. She's a champ. Until, until she can't. <laughs> until she can't. Until yeah. things got a little crazy. But yes. oh my God, she she was definitely, definitely funny. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. But let's move on to our exclusive interview of the week. So like we were talking about this season, it's all about the drama of Denise Richards and Brandy Glanville on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We actually talked to Erica Jane all about it. So take a listen to this. Let's talk about Denise a little bit because it seems like a lot of the drama does center around um, you know, everything going on with her and Brandy. But when I talked to Teddy, she said that really is just kind of like the ice, not the chip of the iceberg, I guess, that there's so many different layers that kind of happen. In to the- conflict with Denise? Yes, yeah. she's correct. Yeah. She's correct. The Brandy, um, the alleged Brandy thing came after our sort of, I don't want to say conflict, but our discovering things. Of, you know, Denise was, it was just different. You'll see. Well, you know, you saw the first. <laughs> so the you've seen it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> so I mean, the secret, I guess, then with uh, surrounding Denise, isn't really the whole Brandy situation. It's something completely different. Yeah, it is. It's well, it's not something completely different. It's the whole thing is a culmination. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you? And you know, you kind of said, you know, last season a cast member, Lisa, left, you know, in the midst of conflict, and it seems like that happens again this season with Denise. Were you surprised that she stopped filming? Did it kind of create a divide with the group at all? I was surprised more at the cease and desist than I was the stopping of filming. I could understand, hey, wait a second, I need a minute. Hold on. This is not, you know, things are out of control. But the cease and desist is something that I was most taken aback by. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit more shocked, like, wow, okay, you know, that's interesting. Why, why was it so interesting to you? Well, it's a legal move. You want to pick a fight with NBCU, you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, the house in Vegas, they're always going to win. So, sure. you know, that's, to be honest, that's how I felt. You know, it's a losing battle. Did anybody have Denise's back through all the conflict? Or well, we all have Denise's back. It's not like bash Denise. It's not that anyone dislikes Denise. It was this series of events in which we asked Denise certain questions. 
and Denise would repeatedly either leave or not answer those questions. So when that happens in this group, the next time we see you, we're gonna ask the same question. So it just never was resolved. And yeah. then at the end, you had the coup de gras, which was- Sure, and I guess that's gotta be kind of frustrating because you know you sign up for the show, you sign up to kind of show your lives and that kind of comes with the territory. Like you have to kind of put everything out there. And I mean, if somebody's- well, No, you don't. You don't have to put everything out. Everything, that's but, not no, fair to say. Right, but right. I think that what was most frustrating for us was that it was leaving before we could, you know, it would be there for five minutes and then leaving. And then when we're all there for hours and trying to make the show and trying to, you know, and all we needed to have was a simple conversation. Yeah. Do you feel like if you had that simple conversation, then you guys could have all just moved on from it early on? I generally, in my experience, if you talk about things, you can have some sort of resolution or you can say, hey, I don't want to talk about this, you guys. And it's, there are other reasons. But when you leave and you don't, you kind of keep procrastinating or saying, I'm not doing it, then it becomes this ugly snowball. Yeah. Were you surprised that so much drama kind of surrounded her this season since she did have a smooth transition from season in her first season as a housewife? Well, I think every first season is somewhat of a honeymoon and then your second season is kind of, you know, a storm. Um, I like Denise and I'm sure things will work out with Denise. You know, it's not really that big of a deal. What Denise is allegedly saying about me is, you know, I can move on from. It's whether Denise wants to move on with us. We can always move on. Listen, what Denise, you know, Teddy's got her own individual thing. Denise calling me cold. I mean, go through the phone book. Who hasn't? I don't really give a shit. Uh, great if you think I am. Um, but I can definitely move on from something like that. Yeah. In two seconds. But it's really about Denise. Does Denise want to move on from her experience with the group? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you, so you're leaving the door open that if, you know, Oh, wait, listen, anybody that knows me knows I'm always down to repair any relationship. And when I forgive, I forget and it's, you know, swept and I never bring it up again. I've been able to move on with Dorit. I've been able to move on with, you know, everybody. So it doesn't, you know. Teddy, all of any anybody that I've had a conflict with, I because I care, I want to resolve it and move past it. So it seems like Erica and the rest of the girls were so frustrated that Denise just got up and left. And, you know, it, this was kind of like a repeat of last season when Lisa decided to stop filming with the group, too. So it's like, you know, oh, I that's understand. A good point. Yeah. So I understand where Erica is coming from. And she's just like, it's just stay here, resolve the issue and we can move on. Right. I mean, yeah, Lisa Rinna was even saying that too in the teaser to come for the, you know, the remainder of the season, you know, she wasn't jumping for joy to talk about her daughter's eating disorders. But when mm -hmm. you do sign up for reality TV, I mean, you are signing up for reality TV. I mean, you're signing right. up for people to come into your life and hear about what's going on, the good, bad, and the ugly. And I feel like it got so ugly that, like you said, Denise wanted out the same way Vanderpump wanted out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, you can't just run from, can't just run from it, I guess. No. But we'll see. All right. And then, so while the cast may be a little bit divided after all this, we know what side new housewife Garcelle is on, and that is Denise. She told us what it was like standing by her friend's side while all this drama was going on. Take a listen. Did you find yourself in any drama this season or was it kind of smooth, a lot more smooth sailing than you thought? 
Well, a lot more smooth sailing than I thought, but still, you know, it's sort of like when the drama is developing and you're in it, you sort of have to figure out where you fit in, whose side are you on, and I'm definitely Team Denise this season. Yeah. So um, that was hard. I mean, there was parts of it that was really hard to watch because, you know, when you have a friend and she's going through something and you could see the pain in her face, it's hard, you know, to not sit by, but it's just hard to watch. So, yeah. I mean, as a know. friend for 20 years, did she give you any advice before you kind of got the, before the camera started rolling? She said, girl, hold on to your seat. <laughs> That's what she said. She said, hold on. I, you yeah. know, I, I spoke to some of the other girls and obviously a lot of the drama does involve Denise this season. You know, um, were you kind of shocked about these allegations that came out between Brandy and I heard that that's just kind of like the chip of the iceberg pretty much. Yeah, it's definitely the chip of the iceberg. I Yeah, absolutely. And for me, it's all about where does your friendship lie? Like, you know, who do you believe and who's the source and how reliable is the source and credibility? So to me, that was part of like, you know, we have to figure out we can't just jump to conclusions. And it was tough because a lot of times Denise left because she didn't she couldn't deal with it. And so I think that made it even more intense and dragged on and then people came up with their own conclusions. So that's really hard. And I think uh, people will probably take sides as, you know, the viewers as they're watching. Yeah, I mean, for the women, did the women take sides? Did this kind of divide the group at all? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure we were divided. And, you know, and some people just believed exactly what they heard. and. Um, and I felt like at times didn't give Denise benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. Were you a little frustrated with Denise? Were you like, just t t tell your truth and then kind of move yes, on? Yes, I love her so much. She always takes the high road in a lot of areas in her life when she should, you know, say, listen, this is my, this is this. And, you know, not saying throwing somebody else under the bus, but I felt like at times I was frustrated because she didn't, she didn't stick up for herself when she could have, you know? Yeah. And just saying, you know, whatever it was. So it was, uh, we'll see how that develops. Were you- And the reunion will be a doozy, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, were you instrumental in having her come back to film? Because obviously she stopped filming in December. And, but were you instrumental in kind of helping her to kind of come back and be like, all right, you got to set the record straight. Yeah, we definitely had our chats and, you know, our texts and, you know, we had like, you know, our conversations on the phone and just hearing her out and saying, you know, we just got to get to the bottom of it. And I don't know if we'll ever will, but, you know, things will be revealed for sure. Yeah. Well, Brandy's not going anywhere. Let me say that. You know, so. and you are making history. You are the first black woman to be part of Beverly Hills, which yeah. I think is long overdue. And I'm sure you would agree. Yeah, absolutely long overdue, and I'm glad it's me. And I don't want the pressure of representing every black person, every black woman in, in America, but I'm just going to be me. And I think what I bring is my flavor, my culture, um, you know, my vibe. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, going into this, were you a fan of the show beforehand? Did you watch the show? Oh, yeah, before? absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. But always never really thought that I'd be a part of it. Just watched, you know, sort of on the sidelines with my snacks. And now I'm going to be like drinking when I'm watching. <laughs> right. Was there anybody going into the show that you were a little intimidated of or kind of weary about meeting and didn't know how they would kind of vibe with you maybe? Um, you know what? I was a big fan of Erica. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like you're afraid to meet people you like because you don't want to be disappointed or you don't want them to be, you know. Uh, but 
She is exactly who I thought she was. And I really, I really enjoyed hanging out with her. And I think I brought out, you know, an emotional side to her that people haven't seen, which was really, um, which was really cool to see. I think she let her guard down a little bit, which was nice. Yeah. So going into the season, what are you hoping fans learn about you and take away from you, take away about you? What are you hoping fans? I think what I hope fans will take away is that, you know, I keep it real. And even though it seems like, you know, we all have glamorous lives, I like to think that, you know, I have a normal life and every now and then I get to do something extraordinary. Mm -hmm. So I try to keep it real for my kids. We don't have lavish, you know, birthday parties. I try to, I'm trying to keep it humble for them because I think so many times we raise the bar so high that our kids can't live up to that. And I think there's a lot of entitled kids um, out there and I'm trying to raise compassionate you know, I'm trying to pay it forward for the women that they date, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to pay it forward that, you know, they'll learn from maybe our mistakes. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, was there a woman that surprised you out of the housewives that had this, oh my God, lavish lifestyle that you were not expecting? Or all of them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kyle Richards, actually. I thought my house was pretty nice. And we went to Kyle's house and, and my son Jax goes, mom, how do you feel her house is nicer than yours? And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Um, Kyle definitely lives the high life. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And did your, do your boys get along with all the other kids? Yeah. I mean, we yeah. don't spend that much time because it's really about the women, but yeah, absolutely. We went to Kyle's house and my son, uh, Jay was like, where's the basketball court? We all want to play basketball, but production had taken over the court. Oh and no. So <laughs> oh, no. So what was your uh, impression of Garcelle? The exact opposite of Sutton. I exactly. love yep. Garcelle. Love. She had the best introduction. It, she looked fabulous. She was kind to everyone. She sort of fits in like a glove right away. She definitely has that West Coast Beverly Hills glamorous demeanor. I love that, obviously, everyone's excited. She's the first woman of color to mm -hmm. represent on that show, which, hello. Which hello. also, by the way, made me think, we need a woman of color in New York. We really Has anyone do. ever been to New York? Hello. <laughs> Seriously. So that's a whole yeah. other side topic we can get into in another episode. Yeah. But Garcelle is, she's amazing. And I don't think... I think she's nice and amazing, but I don't think she's going to be nice and boring, if that makes sense. I like, think I think so she's going to bring bring her honest opinion and be and be a team player in all of this. I think so, too. And she's been friends with Denise for 20 years. So it'll be interesting to see her take Denise's side in all of this when all the ladies maybe take other sides. So we'll yeah. See. And I appreciate that she takes Denise's side because, Christina, as you said about Vanderpump pulling out last season, it seemed obviously every, it was everyone versus Lisa Vanderpump. Mm -hmm. So if it's going to be everyone versus Denise, I'd prefer if we had a couple of people on Denise's side. So it's a little bit more balanced. Right. Yeah. So and I think that's maybe why she came back, because when, you know, I talked to Garcelle, she said, you know, I was texting with her. I was trying to tell her, you know, you got you got to do this. You got to finish what you started. So right. we'll see. All right. So let's move on to who is being such a liar, Camille. You're such a liar, Camille. All right, Joe, who is being such a liar this week? Well, this week I have got to go back to my my new enemy so far, <laughs> Sutton, who I don't know yet. I'm sure she's nice, yeah. but 
Lisa Rinna, when she went to Dolce & Gabbana with Sutton, I think that Lisa was lying a little bit saying she looked fabulous in that outfit because I don't yes. care how expensive an outfit is, how cheap mm-hmm. an outfit is. Ugly is ugly, and that outfit was <laughs> ugly. And I'm could- so glad. I totally forgot about that until like I just saw this. But like, <laughs> yes, you are so right. She was so lying about that. Lisa was like, that is fabulous. And you know, when you say something like that is fabulous, it doesn't mean yeah. it looks good. It means, it, yeah, fabulous could be a lot of things. I know. But, but pretty it is not. Pretty it is not. No. Um, mine was Sutton saying she likes Kyle's, Kyle's fashion show. I thought she was lying during the episode because that's just the vibe I got from her. But turns oh, absolutely. out she, but it turns out she really did like it. She told me that she actually bought some of those pieces because she has a store <gasps> out in L.A. called Sutton. Oh. And she put some of those pieces into her store and she said that they sold out. So turns out she was not lying about that. <laughs> you thought she was lying. Turns out she <laughs> proved so. you wrong. She proved Maybe me wrong. Maybe she listens to this and is like, I'm going to tell Christina. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but who knew? All right. Let's go on to who going to check us, boo? Who going to check me, boo? Who's going to check us, boo? I'll start it off. Okay. Who is going to check us to say that Denise is not going to make us miss Lisa Vanderpump? Okay, know, because right? Denise is bringing it this season. I I don't even know. I don't even have the words this week to say what how excited I am for all of this. It is just absolutely insane. I was worried that with Lisa Vanderpump leaving the series that we were going to have absolutely no drama. But... Clearly, Denise Richards is proving my proving that wrong, and I think we are going to have plenty of it this season. Oh my god, we're gonna have so much drama this season. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's it was interesting that they hardly, you know, besides like the little editing magic with Lisa wearing the crown, um, they really did not mention. They, I mean, nobody mentioned Lisa Vanderpump by name. And Ooh, that when was I spoke, genius. I forgot yes. about that. And when I spoke to the girls, they say like, you know, Puppygate doesn't come up. Lisa doesn't come up, uh, so they are putting Lisa in the past. My best friend Brian actually texted me and was like, does Beverly Hills start this week? And I said, yes. And he's like, eh. I'm like, please watch it. Yeah. He said, can you promise me that Puppygate is over? And (laughs) I said, yes. And like, people were so sick of that. People stopped watching. Well, it was just, it was just silly drama. It was like they were trying to make something out of nothing. Completely. Come on, that was like a one episode thing and it should have been over with. Like that should not have been going on all I know. season long. And, I and it's not something that to- Lisa should have left for, you know? No, and I convinced him to watch and said, it gets really good. It's revol- It involves Denise Richards and an affair. And he watched it and was like, oh my God, I am so in. <laughs> yes, I, and I think, I feel like, I feel like they needed a big change up, you know, from they last did. season. You know, it, it was just getting a little stale. And now that, you know, we have some new faces, we have some new drama, I think it's going to be good. I think it's better for everybody. I think, you know, Lisa is happy just concentrating on Vanderpump, which is one of my favorite shows. So, you know, Absolutely. I think that, you know, I think it worked out better for everybody. In the I'll end. be interested to see, though, if the drama takes off like we want it to and the show is mm-hmm. really popular and the ratings this season are through the roof if Lisa Vanderpump is going to be a Coming little back. bit jealous. Yes. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Maybe come back. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. So who's going to check me? I mean, we talk, talk, already talked about this a little bit, but Drunk Sonia is just too much to handle. She oh. is fantastic. Yeah. No one can check us, boo, that Sonia Morgan drunk is just amazing. Yes. I mean, I have always been a big Housewife fan, but I've never been like fully invested in New York. 
But now that like we're doing this and I'm watching like, you know, every single episode, I, where's New York been all my life? Oh, <laughs> are you kidding me? Christina, now that we're in lockdown, st- Hulu's got all the seasons. Start with season one. Yes, it's, it's so good. <laughs> I actually did that. I think it was last summer, just on a random binge, like on weeknights, I would put it on from yeah. season one. And it is just, there's something about New York that I think mm-hmm. if you're a Real Housewives fan, it's it's your favorite franchise. There's it's, just... They're it's just so raw good. and real. And it was interesting, too, with Beverly Hills coming back and New York being on the next night. You know, the Beverly Hills girls, granted, it was Fashion Week in New York, but they were so right. glamorous. They had their hair and makeup team, all of them. They just looked like they were going to the Met Gala every yes, day every they night. went outside. And then the next night on uh, New York, you know, they're going to the winery and they're in their jean jackets. They're doing their yes. own makeup. They just looked <laughs> real and normal and like they're just authentic in my eyes, yeah, you know? I, th- I think they're fantastic. Also, I love Leah, the new housewife in New York. I think she is great. I really she think is, that she's a fun addition. Oh, such a fun addition. And the preview for next week for oh my God. Housewives of New York <laughs> looks like an absolute, absolute shit show. <laughs> it really does. There's um, naked people. It is just going to be like, a hot Leah mess. Is ep- four episodes in and the new housewife is naked throwing tiki torches in Ramona's right. house. Like <laughs> I can't even wrap my head around that. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. And I can't wait. And we're going to recap it all next week. Of course, on getting real with the housewives. Joe's yes. so much fun as always. Uh, as always, I can't wait to find out why there's a vibrator in the chicken. I know. I, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? But who the knows? mystery will soon be solved. Yes. All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. Make sure to check back next week when we sit down with more of the ladies of Beverly Hills and Bronwyn from Real Housewives of Orange County. But if you need your housewives fixed before then, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered. And make sure you listen on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.